0: Welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. And today, y'all, I have a guest on the show, Recy. Uh, Say hey, girl. Hey. So um, let's see, just to give a brief introduction. We worked together, I don't even know at this point how many years ago it was. It's like, I don't even know.
1: Um, A long time
0: ago. I think so. And (laughs) what I always thought was cool about the relationship is that we always popped in every now and then and talked music and just what we had going on so I kind of kept up just a little bit um I wanted to ask though before we got started uh is there anything new you're listening to
1: um I've been just kind of making playlist yeah I think um no albums have really stuck out to me lately but I've also been really busy so I haven't really had time to like I guess yeah. find something like an album to listen to.
0: What I've been doing when I like say I said like I try to me me and Isaiah we went into um, the comic store. He was doing his thing, you know, life with a kid, and I'm just listening to the music plan. And so anytime I hear a song, I'm like, oh, what's this? And I'll kind of shazam it, and you know, me too. So yeah, so I found this girl. And I want you to write it down. Her name's Orion Sun.
1: I think I've heard of that.
0: And I have been killing her CD. I think it's so it's so good. Um uh and so then Snow CD came out and I kind of popped in listening to that a little bit. But since um Mary J. Blodge uh came out her documentary, I've been listening to my life. I've been listening to Share My World. I went back to old Mary, so I'm yeah. having a Mary summer, I feel like, because I've been killing it. i and I've been making a playlist too. So I just yeah. wondered what, what you were listening to. So um, just to give a brief introduction, uh, we were talking a little bit before we got started. So during COVID, um, I think everybody kind of was, you know, we're all in the house for one. And um, honestly, I think people are still kind of chilling in the house. I know I'm one of those. And uh, <laughs> so you kind of had a brainchild that, that came about during COVID. So l- let's talk about that for a moment and, and um, what you have going on. And then we'll just get into the show.
1: First of all, I love that, that phrase, brainchild. I'm totally <laughs> saying that. Um, but I um, had the idea of creating a mobile bartending business. Um, Pre-COVID, I literally pre-COVID, a couple of weeks before, um, one of my friends um, that um, I met down in um, Family Dollar Corporate. We, a bunch of us, you know, we get together sometimes to have brunches, girls' nights, whatever. And so she called and was like, um, she invited me to a girls' night and I asked her, you know, if I would be able to serve drinks because I wanted to get back into bartending, the practice of mixing drinks, whatever. And so I did and we had a blast. And so everybody was like, you know, you should think about doing this more often, you know, maybe doing girls' nights and get togethers and stuff. And I was like, that is an awesome idea. So I ran that idea by my sister and she was like, you know, one of my friends um, is going to have her annual Friendsgiving um, party and she's looking to change it up. I'll suggest you. Um, And so I wound up getting the gig and that's pretty much where that idea came from.
0: Nice. And so your mobile bartending business is called Cherries on Ice.
1: Cherries on Ice. And um, the website is cherriesonice.com. Um, so yeah,
0: Facebook page too, right? I do.
1: It is cherries on ice bartending.
0: Yeah. Um, definitely check that out. And, uh, also what's, so what's your favorite drink that you like to make? Do you think, or most popular, let's say most popular.
1: Um, I created a drink. I call it, um, the black Panther. It is cranberry, shambord. Um, amaretto and, and peach knops. It's so good. Oh, that sounds good. It's like, like a dark, like a black cherry type thing. It's so good.
0: Oh, that sounds good. You know, yeah. I'm not a big, uh, I mean, I guess I'm a mixed drinker, kind of, but, um, I'm more of a wine drinker. But yeah. if I do get a drink, I keep it, I always keep it simple and I'm like a vodka tonic. Yeah. Yeah. A with a splash of do, lime. Nah, that's a my favorite they drink. Do
1: they do like a liquor and a chaser. Yeah. But I, I've always, love to create drinks mixed drinks even back in the city days when i would have my little get togethers i would be the one like mixing yeah you, like try this try that so um you know with me being i've been a server i've been a bartender so i've always been around mixed drinks so
0: yeah i, I think it's a really cool idea i was telling you that like i think um especially with COVID I thought I think what we see more is like a push for people to have their own and kind of do their mm-hmm. own thing and with so much uncertainty all the time you know I, th- I don't think anybody's job is always a guaranteed thing I think right. people have just been looking for just extra streams of just income and it's, and it's I think that's extremely dope like if I have something going on I definitely would ask you and and hire you to do something for me awesome. um always yeah I think we always should support each other and look out for each other so that's why I wanted you to hop on and talk about um you know your platform and what you have going on I think is really cool uh well so that's friendship we, that's yeah. you know you support one another definitely definitely um trying to think so what else you had going on this week anything
1: um just the struggle of trying to go from permanent to Full time, you know, my um, career choice is human resources, and that's hard. Yeah, to get into, um, but the only thing I have right now is experience in uh, HR certification, um, and which is why I'm currently in school to get my associates, and then I'm gonna transfer to get my degree. So, you know, without those fighting tools, it's hard trying yeah. to find something. So, it's been a frustrating path, but you know, I'm just I'm just hoping that something pans out
0: yeah And yeah, just keep pushing um i i think i talked about this a little bit in my show like i'm actually in the midst of going back to school for the millionth time uh i think next year um in 2022 uh right now um i'm still working on one last application but the other ones i've already submitted uh going to school for therapy and so um so that's what I think the next two years of my life is probably about to consist of. And so I, I totally get it. And so for me, like I'm actually in my career, but, um, just deciding one day that you want to completely, um, you know, do a life upheaval and start over, you know, in a sense, um, that's kind of like what I'm doing. So just doing some completely different, I, you yeah. know, I moved to Charlotte, um, to, I
1: love to Charlotte.
0: Charlotte. I want to too. I do too.
1: To Charlotte. I do and- too. What I love about Charlotte is that Charlotte kind of, it made me realize what I wanted to do. Yeah, Cause you know, before I was just doing customer service and I mean, I liked it, but I also felt like I could be doing more. So when I got the job at Family Dollar Corporate as a human resources generalist, I was like, okay, this is what I wanna do. But when they laid 300 of us off, all my friends who had degrees in and you know certifications and those acronyms by their names they got jobs within like a month or two whereas i had to go back to waiting tables yeah but that's and that's what made me realize you need some credentials and yeah. I, I never even considered going to college or anything before that so that's one thing i, I credit charlotte for doing is to make me realize what my passion is and putting that motive motivation in me to get it done
0: yeah and it's never too late Angel. and and just just keep you know keep pressing because like I said like I have degrees but literally like <laughs> I don't want to say they're all for nothing but it's like just going back and now I'm going back again you know I'm doing something completely different it's like you know I just think as we change as people and as we evolve uh a lot of times you put the pressure on, like my kids going to college, I was telling you that. And, and, I, and I always tell them like, don't feel pressure to know exactly what you want to do at 18 years old. Right. Okay. Because you're going to evolve so many times from now to when you become like an adult adult, that it's okay to change your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, like He's a writer and he's going, he loves it. And he's going to school for that. And I'm like, and you may still be doing that, but he might evolve to something else and it's okay to change your mind. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, and he can yeah. always
1: come back on, on that, always. Because that's that was whenever I was a kid, that's what I wanted to do. But yeah. as, as you know, I mean, I still write sometimes. So yeah. you never lose. If you're a true writer, you never lose that. You can always use that. Even if you end up, your career, you end up doing something completely different. You can always end up writing mm-hmm. blogs. You can freelance for magazines. So yeah, you can always do that. Yep,
0: yeah. yep, yeah. always. So uh, So yes, just keep pushing. I think that's dope. I love Charlotte, too, though, and I, even though I haven't really had a chance to really, really get into the thick of things because of COVID, and I'm back, like, kind of like, ah, oh. I was peeking my head out, looking, peeping the scene, and then I was like, no, back, I still haven't really done anything, I I haven't, I mean, I eat out, you know, I do that stuff, but the normal stuff, but I haven't really done much, because it's just, it's just too much, I don't even know what's going on out here, I'm, I'm just... But I do,
1: do want to end up eventually coming back to Charlotte, which again, with the job market in Charlotte, if you mm-hmm. you need those credentials yeah. to have a fighting chance
0: in the job market. So, yeah, well, that's cool. Um, other than that, all I really had going on this week, I've been watching a little bit of Olympics. We're going to talk a little bit about that here in a moment. And then, so I've been doing that and uh, that's really about it. I mean, I've been, I, I'm actually reading this book right now and it's called 56 Days and it's a thriller. And it's, it's interesting because I didn't really know what to expect. And I was like, well, it's set during COVID. So that's interesting. And these two people meet each other randomly and they start dating and then Mm -hmm. the lockdown happened and then they decide to move in together and somebody's Mm -hmm. going to end up dead. So, Uh (laughs) right. It took a turn, right? (laughs) And so last night I'm I'm reading, quick. (laughs) yeah, I'm reading in bed and I'm like, yo, I am actually really creeped the fuck out. Maybe because it's so like uh we're kind of going through that you know freshly out of lockdown and that stuff like but anyway it's, it's a good book though but I've been up late like not even wanting to put it you book about
1: books I think sometimes
0: oh yeah. yeah yeah I read a lot I read a lot like it I'm not gonna lie to you like during during like I've always read and it's always been like my passion but during COVID though like during lockdown like that's the only thing that kept me sane. like seriously just using books as a form of escapism Mm-hmm. and just not even thinking about the shit that we got going on because like i didn't thankfully like i wasn't laid off or i wasn't not working but um my work has been extremely intense since all of this because we've been um now we're just an extreme backlog because so many people are hit with covid and our counterparts mm-hmm. overseas have been hit with covid and so like i've been extremely exhausted and so the only release that i really have for me is obviously doing my show but you know, working out and reading because I don't want to sit in front of the TV all day. Like I enjoy watching TV, but I pop in. So TV is more so I might pop in an hour or two, maybe, but some yeah. days I might not watch TV at all. And I sit and when I get off work, I sit and relax and read my book. And I'm completely content with that. Like I love it. So yeah. uh-huh. Um I have a reading girl.
1: I have my sports sports. Like I'm a Marvel fan, I'm also a Harry Potter fan. So <laughs> can't go <around laughs> with Harry. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm and I love, like, you know, action. So, I mean, I'm a movie buff. I would, if I can sit there and
0: watch movies all day long. I don't know if I can watch TV all day long, but I can definitely watch movies all day long. See, I, w- I wish I was a movie buff. I do watch movies with my kid, like, because he loves movies. And I'm like, he makes me more, I guess, get into them. Like, I watched all the Marvel movies with him because clearly I wasn't living my life right. So I went and watched them <laughs> in order. Uh, we we haven't seen black widow but i think that we're going to see that um next week uh and you know i saw some interesting about black widow like people were kind of complaining about some things about it but you know they like pushed it back and because like it's kind of out of the order of way because black widow is supposed to come out right after end game and then they started doing the shows because they they so they threw off the yeah. the ordering you know marvel has a specific order so it's just yeah. interesting how they literally have a strategic plan of how they're going to do all these movies and we watch them in order based on the order of the movies so yeah. um and so recently we watched did you watch tomorrow war i think mm-hmm. that's what it's called on amazon
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was interesting it was like two and a half hours i can't get back with my life it started off good and it was just <laughs> yeah and then I think next week Suicide Squad comes out on HBO Max, and so mm-hmm. I, that got like a nine out of ten. So I, I told like him it. we'll watch that on like HBO. I love the streaming shit; that you don't have to go to the movies. And um, right. But I'm more of a show person. Like I want short spurts. Mm-hmm. I want to watch something for like 30 minutes or 45, and I want to be able to just be like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a I'm a short spurt. Like, but but I do do the movies with him. I'll I try to as much as I can, but I'm just not a movie person. I don't want to sit that long.
1: Gotcha. See me, I, I, I'm i a homebody, so I will put on my PJs, get up under a blanket, give me some snacks. I'm good.
0: I need to be like that. I <laughs> envy that. I'm telling you, but you know what I tell people is because you love solitude.
1: Yeah. But then, so, then I'm I'm single. You have a family. Yeah. That's all
0: the difference. But I, I love solitude too. So, you know, I have to just find the balance in it. I ask,
1: lit sometimes
0: yeah because I the thing is though I'm thankful that they understand me to where they're like like I, I'll give you some time but I gave you that and now let me have my time right. I, I like to be able to like people ask me all the time like how does that work you you know you kind of it works because like I pop in and you know like we might say like we watch a movie we watch a movie okay so I gave you two three hours of my time and then so like at seven eight o'clock like you know I might sit and like read my book for the rest of the night or like you know or, or start reading at nine, and mm-hmm. you know where like we've eaten dinner together we've done whatever to where you like um somebody that understands that about you and if you find somebody yeah. who understands that accepts
1: that, then that's 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 beautiful because you know there's a lot of couples that argue you know mm-hmm. over stuff like that like you know why don't you want to spend time with me why don't you ever have time with me you time for me and the other person's like well you you know I just need my time. Yeah. And I didn't even
0: realize that I needed it. I didn't realize my, like, I really didn't really learn myself to my thirties. Like I didn't even realize like just how I was as a person. So we'll get into that later, but yeah. um, But yeah, so, all right. So this is good. So let's go ahead and jump into the mantra of the day. Then we're rolling to the deep dive. All right. Awesome. All right. So today's mantra is I am slowing down and creating space to rest, replenish, take care of me. I really like that one because I think especially, um, you know, I was telling Reese here that I'm always running, 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 going, 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 and I'm always kind of like just busy in general. And sometimes like I have to slow myself down. And so when I find those moments of solitude where I might read a book or journal or even stopping in and doing my show, like, um, you know, those are my times of doing something for me. And then, you know, I make sure I always make sure I get eight hours sleep. People don't be sleeping and you need to make sure you are replenishing your body, taking care of yourself because you know, your brain also replenishes itself too. So if your ass ain't getting no sleep, you know, you you're probably gonna be walking around damn, you know, on zero and that ain't good for nobody. <laughs> so it right. is really not, but let's just jump into the deep dive. Okay.
1: That's a nice mantra though. I'm gonna need for you to send that to me. Oh, I will. Um, Are you on, tw- are you on Twitter? i'm not okay. i'm not on twitter so i did it wasn't as fun anymore i <laughs> am but you know yeah when twitter, when twitter first
0: came out you had the back and forth and it was you know yeah. and i'm on twitter but i kind of i mean i will try to tweet on my like podcast page but and i'm on my personal page but honestly girl i, I love twitter though but i also am one of the people i think i'm a lurker i just read you know mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I follow I am mantra, and this is where I usually get these. But I go there every single morning, and I read and I read a mantra every single morning. So I use theirs and I use their um, affirmations. So it's actually one of my favorite Twitter pages. So that's why I um I added on the mantra of the day for my own show because, uh, you know, speaking over that shit and like really trying to uh, manifest stuff and do affirmations and all that and just changing your mindset like it helps. I think it's it helps. Important. Mm-hmm. It's important. Definitely. So I really believe in it. Um, so I want to share it on my show. All right. So let's just jump into the deep dive today. We only have two topics to go over. Um, the first one I want to talk about was what everybody's talking about. Simone Bowles. Um, we saw last week that she pulled out of the um, the team competition. And now we're seeing, you know, as the days go on, she's pulling out an individual uh, competition so I don't think that she's gonna um I think she's pretty much not going to perform for the rest of the Olympics I'm pretty sure yeah. um I wasn't really shocked and I want to give my opinion first and we'll get into a discussion because here's my thing and I've been talking about this for the past month really about how more and more athletes are speaking out about their mental health and how mm-hmm. they should speak out about their mental health and speak out about just the treatment of themselves in general because they're more than just athletes they're people yeah. And they have a right to, you know, make decisions based on what they feel. Uh, Smo Bows, like, I've never seen her. I've never seen her have shaky landings. I've never seen her just, I've never seen her be, not be great. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. So when yeah. she had that landing and then she was saying that, like, then when she spoke out about it, what got me first, though, was that uh the Team USA was like, oh, she's injured and she may not compete. And so when they interviewed her later, she's like, no. I'm fine, but you know, I haven't really been sleeping. I've been having just some high level anxiety feeling. And she's like, I've never really felt this way before. And she was like, you know, my, I feel like my brain is not speaking to my body and I don't feel comfortable. And I, and I'm like, I understood that. I was telling my friend, I'm like, she is doing some high level shit that nobody ever has ever done and jumping and spinning all up in the damn sky and all this stuff. you need to be on point with that shit because you could seriously harm yourself.
1: You really, if you, she lands wrong, That could be her her leg. That could be her spine. Like, yeah, yeah. she has to be in tune with her body. Like her mind has to be in tune with. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And if any of that's all, that could result in injury somehow. So I I support her with
0: that. Oh, totally. hundred percent. I understood it. And so I think what's been weird is I just get so, at this point, I don't think much of just people, (laughs) Right. Because it, it, when it came to just the last damn near like five years in the United States, like I've seen so much from people that I'm just like, whoa, you know, and then look at
1: the last four.
0: Yeah. Responding to COVID and all that stuff. It is absolutely astonishing how people are and people mindset. And so I don't really expect much, but I've been just kind of shocked with some of the negativity that's been coming with this because I'm like, dude, like if somebody is saying they feel off, they they're not hundred percent, she has the right to say that she's not going to compete, mm-hmm. but she stood there. She, you know, cheered her teammates on, you know, she was a, a great example of what a teammate should look like. And, um, you know, I still think that she supported team USA, you know, yeah. like if she can't go, she can't go. And right. I love that, that,
1: um, meme I saw, I think I posted it yesterday, how she still is supporting her team members. She's like, I've been here to the Olympics before, but this is your this is what you've worked your whole life
0: for right. she's like
1: so go out there and be great and i'm gonna be here supporting you that's an awesome team member
0: right exactly exactly i agree yeah, um team. i don't i don't know if you saw uh this was a couple days ago um might have been two days ago my friend sent it to me um do you know michael shea i think his name is michael shea or chi he used to be the black guy well, i don't think he's on saturday Night live anymore but he was a black guy on saturday Night live the comedian i feel like i've heard
1: i'm sure if i saw him i would
0: know Girl. so this is what's weird right he goes on um he goes onto instagram i think his instagram uh story mm-hmm. and he has this like weird um you know he has like a different comedic style um I'm trying to think the best way to describe his comedic style you know how some people have like a comedic style that like um they have shock value Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying about that? Like, they want to go, like, trying to do viral moments, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with him, that's kind of what I see when I think of him. So he makes this statement, which is really weird, and he's like, so he, he puts up a um, a post, and he's like, I really want to make fun of Simone Biles. So then, like he said, he he has, I guess he wanted to do this for a few moments. It's really weird, random, right? So then he... Instead of, like, him saying something, he starts retweeting and reposting or reposting, like, people making, like, jokes about her. How are you making fun of somebody in their mental health? I mean, that is just absolutely beyond me. Um, My thing is, that's, like, you're planning it. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, I'm going to do this.
1: And then you go ahead and do it.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: It's like you're planning to be a bully.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so he ended up deleting his Instagram. So... Somebody, and I don't know this verbatim, I should have screenshotted it, but somebody literally, um, you know, you know, the Dr. Nazir, like he was, you know, obviously raping the uh, the gymnastics um, uh, athletes for years. And, you know, Simone Biles is one of the people that came forward about um, her assault and things like that, um, was like one in the face of it. And one of the people actually like posted a joke talking about children being raped by Nazir. And he reposted that. And so people were like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Like, yeah. So he then deletes it and then he goes on Twitter and says that he got hacked, which I don't think he got hacked. Not
1: especially when you came out
0: and said that I'm going to make fun of her. Yeah. Like he was like, I want to make fun of her. And so I've said this before and, you know, I, I love black people. I love, you know, I love black men, you know, women but I will say sometimes I do feel like it's all I, I just feel like sometimes like I wonder not all but I feel like some really don't don't love black women because as a black man okay. why why would you even put that up there right like her her stepping down in the olympics probably was one of the hardest things she's probably fucking doing okay. right. a, a young black woman right and she wow. pressure that she has exactly also. why would you do that like why would you do that why would you even want to bash her at all why right right like why
1: because there has never been someone like Simone Biles I don't think there ever will be no hell no and you know what I'm saying like the, the she's wanted everything <laughs> you know what I mean like literally everything so the pressure on her to keep up that momentum or or meet that standard that she stepped for herself that can be a lot can be it is a lot of pressure
0: I just and personally think that understand. like women are the most undervalued and unappreciated people in America Right. I, I, why, I really do. Yeah, that's why I was going.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was going with that. So it's like you know, the fact that she is a black a black woman and and has gotten to that level, that's an achievement in itself. Because black women, like you say, it, I feel like we have more to prove.
0: But why do we always have to prove? That, that's the thing Incredible. that gets me. It's like Incredible. why do we like? It's like when people I think look at black women, they always see strength. They like you. They always expect you to. You know, whatever. Uh, what's his name, Lil Duvall, I don't know if you saw this post. He posted last week, like how he just wants his woman to treat him like his mama and make sure he's okay and make sure he's fed and all this shit. But it ain't, it ain't your woman job to do that shit, though, sir. Like you're grown ass, you're a grown ass man. Right. Right. It's just weird to me that like, and I and it's and I think it just goes back from generation to generation to generation how we've always been that person to take care of the family, take care of you know of our husbands and all of that. And just be that strength. And I think that sometimes, if it's ever a moment that we might have a moment of just showing vulnerability, it's completely jumped on. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you have every right sis, to, you right. know, say you can't go, and it's, right. and, you know, it's fine. I, um, I thought the thing with Michael Shea was absolutely disgusting. I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with people?
1: I don't, I, I didn't even know about that, but now that I do, I. I can't, like, I'm speechless. I don't know what would possess somebody to go after somebody like that and on she that level. Like, what,
0: 23, 24? Yeah. She's still, she's still a, you know, a young woman, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that at know, all? Just, I don't know. Um, but yeah, but big ups to Simone. Um, she owes us nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Um, she's one of the greatest athletes of all time. So um, I definitely want to spend a little time talking about that. So let's roll into... <laughs> this next conversation, which is crazy. Um, uh, so I sent this to you this week and I was like, girl, have you seen what's going on? And you like, no, tell me. And then when you started digging about the, the baby uh situation, yeah. you're like, yo, this is crazy. Um,
1: I think both of us were both like, what even started that? Like, what how did you even get started? Did you find out how that got started? I didn't.
0: No. I, and I and I literally still don't know. Um, so just to give a backstory of what we're talking about, the baby was at rolling loud. Um, during his performance, I'm not going to play it just because I just, I don't even want to give it smoke on my show, but um, basically in the middle of his performance, he literally is like, yeah, if you're out, you know, sucking dick in the parking lot and you know, if you have HIV and AIDS and then he, then I think what made people feel like he was going against the LGBTQ community was that he kind of rolled that into talking about, you know, uh, you know, the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and being very, people felt like he was very homophobic. He comes back later and say that he wasn't, even though I don't, I've never heard somebody actually just talk about, like, I don't get what made you bring up HIV and AIDS. Like what, what compelled you to even talk about it? Because, you know, at the end of the day, like y- you can get HIV and AIDS without being gay. And then also you can get it from drugs. You can be born yeah. with it. I mean, it's a lot of ways that you can get mm-hmm. a- HIV AIDS without like a sexual act. Right. So I thought that was weird. And also straight people obviously can get AIDS too. So I thought that was weird. And I mean, maybe he wasn't coupling them together, but I think people felt he was because it was one after, it was in concession. Like one after, he said the HIV AIDS thing, then he, you know, criticizes the LGBTQ. I thought that was weird, right? Um, You know, I tried with the baby in the past. Um, At first I was like, you know, because he's young, dumb. And then then when the thing with Meg happened, where because he was friends with Meg the Stallion, right? And we all know about the Tory Lane situation. And then the baby really didn't have to do any music with Tory Lanez at all. Like he I, I don't get where your loyalty is, if, like you're friends with Meg. Like I would support my friend. And then he did the song and then he starts like talking shit to her, like on Twitter and all this stuff. I found that to be weird. And uh, just comments and shit that he make. And so this for me, like, I'm like more and more and more every day people are dropping him and not wanting to work with him. And, and I was talking to a friend and I'm gonna get your opinion on this. And he told me, well, Mika, you know, the rap culture has always been homophobic. And I'm like, but is that okay? And then we saw, you know, T.I. with his, you know, just tragic ass. And he tries to compare, Lil Nas X saying like well you know if y'all let Lil Nas X roll with it then you should let the baby roll with it but I don't get how Lil Nas X is gay and he's living in his truth and he's just being himself um I think Lil Nas X is hilarious because he literally makes people uncomfortable because he literally spends time trolling people because he's making you see that you're fucking stupid that's literally what he does like he does stuff on purpose to show you your insecurities you know what I'm saying And so, um, I think it's genius to be completely honest. Like, cause I don't get why I never understand why people are so uncomfortable or invested in who people are sleeping with. Like if you are, if he's gay and you're not, then what'd it matter? Like, what's the big deal? And, And so when T I compare the baby making, going on this random rant to somebody living their life, how is that the same? It's not. no. So what was your thoughts on the whole thing?
1: My thought was, again, what brought that on? And two, I, well, I mean, I I have my own issues with bullying. So, and that's what I honestly saw this as, you know? I mean, because I I feel like you're going after, like, it was just, it was, it was, it was was pointless. (laughs) yeah um, pointless I mean I I don't understand what were you trying to accomplish by saying that where we going where did it come from like it, I I don't I don't get it I don't get it I didn't get it either I, I didn't I you know my thing is like and I, I've been trying to pinpoint how
0: I felt about it I don't I don't that's that's what I can come up with I don't get it I was listening to another pod and they were saying that um maybe something um pissed him off or maybe he was speaking from like an experience like you know like something personal i mean it literally seemed like it came out of nowhere you're okay. in the middle of fucking performing and the next thing you know you're on this random ramp but why like mm-hmm. why even fuck up your bag over even making comments like this like and so my, one of my friends was like, well, he's just showing you who he is. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I still don't get like, why? I I, I don't mm-hmm. care how rich I am or how, you know, big I may be in any kind of capacity, like kindness, you know, causes you nothing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And shutting the fuck up sometimes causes you nothing too. like, even if right. that's how you feel, why say it? What for what? Because people keep saying, "Well, don't people have a right to say what they want?" But and yeah, he said well, it was
1: so much aggression, like, yeah. like he was, you know, what I'm saying, like he was talking to somebody specific, but but didn't want to say that person's
0: name. But that's what I think too, right? Like that's what that's what I think that he was talking about somebody specifically. Do, do you feel that way too, right? I do, I do. I, feel, I mean, just because, like I said,
1: all that aggression, and you know, when he was talking, like he was pointing, and you know, what I mean, it's like he, <laughs> he was. was talking <laughs> to that person, and I'm like, whatever your issue is with that person you don't need to bring that out that that's where I, I was going with the bullying thing it's like you are talking to somebody you know yeah. talking down to somebody mentally um but for what that that person is being their authentic self but you, you know, know. Or, or or you know people in general in the lgbtq community is that everybody
0: I I Ava, that, right? yeah, you, you pretty much got it yeah okay i uh, Ava, i, I, I want to make sure <laughs> yeah um, you got it
1: um but people in that community are living their authentic self and that's yeah, yeah. why i love my friends in that community cuz you were just being you yeah just like you allow me to be me so i mean when i when stuff like that like this happens it makes me mad it pisses me off cuz it's too. like what was the point in that Me too who you, you are doing nothing but hurting that person people in that community and now you're gonna have to suffer the consequences
0: well and also it's so many young kids that listen to this rap stuff I think the 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 demographics is teenagers you know um and because when you're older and listen to music you have common sense right when you're younger and listen to music and you watch these rappers and that you're still kind of like in fanboy fangirl status right music is life (laughs) exactly (laughs) you know And you're watching all that. And so I think when you have a platform, you need to be careful with the shit that you say. Because right. like you said, with bullying and things like that, like that's how that's how shit gets started, you know? Or people be like, you know, so your young kids might hear this and go and want to badger somebody that's, you know, maybe gay in their school or something like that mm-hmm. over trying to be big and bad. Cause it's not cool and it wasn't okay. Like it really wasn't okay. I was just like, I, I found it to be, once again, I'm saying something is disgusting, but I just found it to be disgusting. Like, um, and- it was. I think the premise of bullying, though, uh, I've been wanting to have a bullying episode on here and talk about it, you know, it's usually based on other people's fucking insecurities. You know Please what I'm saying? Invite Please invite me. Let's have that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's rude. It, it, it definitely is disgusting. You know what I'm saying? But I think it, the, the baseline of it is mm-hmm. insecurities. So when I first heard this, I'm like, what? Well, do you have any gay inclinations to baby like you know because you were he had some smoke behind that and like why wow. yeah. yeah yeah like what's what's going on here like why are you so upset that was weird. Uh, like How I about, said
1: I mean whenever you sent that to me remember
0: I said I was like what even brought that
1: on like where does it come from and like I said he was so aggressive with it he was he was
0: it was super weird but almost like he was fighting somebody who wasn't there yeah <laughs> you know? it was super weird and I, I don't know i don't know what's gonna come from it i mean you know probably not much but i know people are dropping him um he did come out and kind of give this weak ass explanation i still don't get it even with the explanation it still was well, that explanation I think I uh, he just kind of was just like he he kind of it, it wasn't one he he kind of just apologized kind of kind of um when he yeah. was kind of like you know I can see talking about people with the HIV, the HIV AIDS community. Like, he's just like, I can see how that might have been, you know, kind of fucked up. And then he was kind of like, you know, LGBTQ community, you know, y'all got it. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. So he was just like, you know, y'all got what? He was just like, do you? Like, you know, y'all good, do you? So That's it really like- wasn't really uh, apologies. kind of, it just doesn't make, the, none of it made sense. Mm-mm. None of it made sense. Like, you wouldn't even have to say this shit if you didn't, if you would just, even if you feel that way, like yeah, just ooh, why? Why? I don't. I don't get it. But um, was there anything else you want to say about that before we roll into a thought the week? Mm-mm. I think we've given enough energy to it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't want to oh. play it. But I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I think I don't. I haven't talked to not one person that can even say and be like, none of us know why this even transpired. <laughs> I, I. Everybody's just like, I don't get it because I, I still don't get it. But, um, but yeah, that's all I have for the deep dive this week. And um, so this week, we are going to have a really fun discussion. Uh, We're going to kind of talk about dating, relationships, and uh, we're going to kind of talk a little bit of the care to you cancellation and why that was. Um, So let's just jump into the thought of the week. All right. So we had this conversation through text a few times, I think. -hmm. And um it's funny because we talked about this, I think what like maybe a month and a half ago when we were talking about when when it first happened, I think. Yeah, I think when it first happened, and so I went and looked up cater to you because you know, um they were talking about uh the cancellation of cater to you. So I went and looked up the lyrics. So first I want to ask you. Do you think this sh- song should be, and this is Carried to You by Destiny's Child, y'all. Do you think this song should be canceled? I don't. Because I am a hopeless romantic.
1: When I am, and with the exception of the, my life would be purposeless without you, that will never be. But with the exception of that one line, that's me when I'm in love. I got no problem catering to, um, I guess, I mean, I guess, I, I never really considered it being called catered to you. I mean, I, I never called it that. I just called it being a romantic, yeah. you know, like loving on your, your mate, your spouse. Um, but that's just the kind of person that I am. When I, the on the one and only Valentine's present that I ever made somebody, I made him, he was a musician that made him like a mixtape. <laughs> Corny, I know, but that one, I
0: still make, I still making same playlists, not Corny.
1: You see know what I'm saying? So, um, and, uh, it was, I put a lot of thought into that and I made him a, um, a whole bunch of songs that, you know, express how I felt about him and, you know, what he means to me. And that was one of the songs that I put on there.
0: Um, I think for me though, I, I don't think you can cancel cater to you, but I think now mm-hmm. My life would be purposely that, that part. And also the part that I don't agree with is that, um, so somewhere up in there, they like, remain the same chick you fell in love with. And they're just like, I keep it tight. Keep my figure right. Keep my hair fixed. Okay. That's fine. But I think it's unrealistic to kind of have the notion of that you're always going to be the same person. And I think that's where relationships fuck up because people get in these relationships at like, and you know, I got in my relationship in my twenties, I'm almost 40. Right. And I'm totally different from the person that I met. The like, person I met, person that I was then, to the person that I am now. And I think that in successful relationships, you have to evolve with each other. I agree with that 100. Instead of you know being the same. But I think to me that line.
1: Um, I've had um, this conversation with a friend of mine. Um, he was like, "The stuff that you do to get them is." kind of what you have to maintain to kind of keep them. I've got that on some level. Cause like you said, you're gonna evolve. You know, you're not gonna be the same person that you were 10 years ago, five years ago. But I think that you, as you evolve together, at the core, you still have your friendship. At the core, you still have, you know, what made you the two, the two of you, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, what made you a couple, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you communicate,
0: you spend time. That to me is what that line's about. Like you know, so you're reading it like, if I can, if I came into this and, you know, every week I was getting my hair done, I'm cooking, and you were like, damn, you know, okay, you know, this this type, you feel like this is something you should always maintain because you've given this expectation expectation now of like this is how you are. Well, let's not even do the hair done. Let's just do the cooking because no. I cook. I, I'm the one to cook dinner, and right. you know, right. I've always cooked. So, you you it will be fucked up if. Five years later, I'm like, nah, I ain't cooking no more. You see it that way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. But
1: yeah, I mean I just because yeah. I mean because it would be like night and day, because they're of course your partner's gonna be like, You've been cooking all this time. Now all of a sudden you don't want to. I mean, I can understand you wanting to fall back, maybe because cooking is a lot, you know. Yeah. Maybe you might want to fall back, like, you know, I've had a hard week. I don't want to cook right now or, you know, I'm busy with school whatever. I can't cook as much. But again, that would just be a conversation that you would have, that you would have to have with your partner. And as long as they, you know, you have the understanding, as long as you can talk to your partner, I understand
0: why that will be an issue. I agree. And I think sometimes people... When I was looking at the stuff people were saying and all that how some stuff is problematic and all that I personally don't really feel that way either. I feel like when you love somebody and especially depending on what your love language is cuz everybody mm-hmm. love language is not like acts of service cuz to me this song is a acts of service, right? Yes, like 100% they're, yeah. they're given towards, you know. And some people enjoy doing that, right? Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm a person that like I actually enjoy doing service for my family. Like that's my yeah. love language towards them um as well as like giving gifts and shit like that but but yeah, I mean, you know like that's that's me so I understood the song like you know I took it for what it was right when your birthday?
1: Um,
0: yeah your birthday. when's your birthday What's my birthday yeah like what's your sign oh Virgo last sign. day of, last day of Virgo so
1: I'm a cancer so that's that's again that's emotional, love my emotional
0: emotional cancer mm-hmm
1: that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm one of those people, like, I'll write you a poem, I'll write you a letter. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I know you've had a bad day, then I'll, you know, I'll give you a massage. I'll, you know, I, so when Cater to Me came out, I'm like, oh my God, that's so me. So that's why, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't understand. I, the way people were saying that it's a slave song. How?
0: I think because, in this generation because it was really the generation now that was trying to cancel it i just think in this generation mm-hmm. people don't view relationships the same um and I can roll into our next question of just like thoughts on dating and like today's society i just think dating is just completely different
1: yeah one of my homeboys who's married now he he um he's a high school chat coach so you know the little girls they come up to him they ask him for advice or whatever and he's like yo he's like i don't see how they're doing He's like dating is so different he's like i feel for these people out here trying to date now
0: well you, I you know why i think is that why i think it's different especially with the younger kids because they are watching shit like love and hip-hop and they're watching i mean they're, they're looking at these like you know rappers and all this i mean you have some girls out here literally that really mean like oh yeah you know if you're not buying me a bag mm-hmm. okay well if somebody's 19 years old they probably can't That's afford to buy you some shit, maybe even over $300. So why are you even, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like, why, what, what is happening? And then also I, with me having a younger kid, he, he's very much a lover. Mm-hmm. He's very much like a, you know, really sweet, really kind. And I never worry about him necessarily being a bad guy. i more so worried about him getting his little feelings hurt because yes. He's just, um, he's rare. And I don't think he realized that, but he really is yeah. rare because most kids his age are like trying to knock down girls and get whatever they can get. And he's super sweet, you know, um, super kind.
1: And, um, most guys are like that these days too. Yeah. And, and so I think
0: people that's people. the other part too, is that the, the world is so hypersexualized. They are.
1: Um, I can't tell you how many times I've met a dude. And then within the first week, they're like, so when are we going to fuck? Yeah. just straight like that you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. like they there's no effort you know, like back in the day they used to you know at least take you, take you out you know what i'm saying yeah. and i and it and i'm one of those people you don't have to take me to nothing expensive just spend the fact that you want to spend time with me make me dinner or we can go to apple i don't care you know what i'm saying it's the time that i'm spending you to get to know me or whatever you know back in the day they used to put that effort in you know so why do you think it's changed? oh god i've been that has been the biggest question i i don't know i i i I don't i don't want to because i love music music might have something to do with it
0: i think i think music has something to do with it
1: you know tv movie when was the last time in a song you heard somebody say i want to make love to you when was the last time you heard that that that's you know what I'm saying when was it like because you know back in the day we heard I want to make love to you I want to you know kiss you caress you you know take yeah. your clothes off nowadays they're like I want to pull your panties to the side you don't even want to see me <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm like, you, you like I, I'm in the gym I'm working out you you don't want to see my experience, right. you want to pull it to the side and it's like you know they the the lyrics aren't the same you know? Yeah. So, and again, when was the last time you saw a love scene? In a
0: movie? And I think people don't want to put in the time. They it's don't. almost like, you know, even if they take you out, I feel like they still have the expectation of when we um, get home, your
1: drawers is coming off.
0: Yeah, and like, I yeah. didn't think, like, uh, shit, i be talking to some of my friends, and I'm like, you know, obviously I haven't been on a dating scene in a really long time, and I'm like, I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know how you date. I don't know really know, like, how to go about it. And if I ever was in the streets again, I'm like, I don't even know at this point, like how it would be. Um, cause I, I don't know. Um, because I, I could, because I'm, I'm kind of, you know, a homebody too, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I never really was like a, I, I'm a lounge type person, not a club person. And I don't even know if you still yeah. even meet people do you, or do you meet people in the club? I don't know. Yeah. Um,
1: the club and i don't know how long and
0: then people uh do you do you do online dating
1: i've been thinking about doing it more and more but have you ever done it i haven't okay. but let me tell you why because when i moved to charlotte i had a roommate who did the online dating
0: and when i want to tell you she went through men like yeah
1: i mean well, well, what do you mean before. she went by
0: me oh she's just dating and but, it's is, mad. That, but <laughs> is that bad though no but okay and
1: her with her was she having sex with her? i'm sure did dating him? yeah yeah oh. but oh. but with and i really hope she'll never hear this but she wanted a husband so bad is um you know I think it was part of it that she was just like when she meets them, she'd be like, "Okay, I want to be committed. I want to be in a relationship. I want oh, to be Yeah. Within like the first week, though, within the first like couple of weeks of talking to a dude, you know, if you tell a dude that within the first month, they're gonna run, right? You can't have, and you know, we I used to try to tell her that. Her mom used to try to tell her that, like, you can't tell them that in the first couple of weeks. She said, like, "Well, I just want to be upfront." But still, if this dude is like, you know, within that first month. He's like, oh, she's trying to lock me down. Right. First thing they're going to do
0: is run. But do you think that, you know, well, yes, I agree. But do you think that, um, do you think that there's something in, in waiting? Like waiting to have sex? That's something I've always done. Yeah.
1: Me personally. um, Just because I, again, emotional cancer, I want to get to know you. Nurse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to know that if I decide to lay with you that afterwards we're still going to have a friendship we're still gonna we're you still know building right exactly we're still building because I get I think one of my favorite fear one of my worst fears is like sleeping with somebody and then and then like never hearing from them again
0: yeah
1: so yeah. I always I always make them wait at least you know at least a few weeks before I just say and if I get those vibes that that's what he's gonna do I'm done
0: where I fucked up when people used to tell me, they're like, you're not meant to be out in the streets because I would, I I never was a person. Like, even if I was like, which fucked me up. So I ain't gonna lie to you. it fucked me up now, you know, because I, you know, in turn hurt people's feelings. But I, I still sometimes struggle with it because I'm like, I take ownership on the fact that I might've hurt somebody's feelings, but I always was honest, never was dishonest, always was honest about my intentions. But so if, if my intentions was, I don't want a relationship, you know, I'm, I, I enjoy spending time with you, kicking it, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, like even it being a sexual relationship, but like, I don't want a relationship right now. Like, I don't think this is going to go to that. I always was upfront, like just like that. Right. So you have I- a choice, you have the choice and option to do whatever with me. And they still made the choice to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, where I feel like I fucked up in general is that it always rose into, they want more even right. though I told them that I don't. People tell me, "When me get us not fucked up." But I'm like, "Yeah, it was fucked up because I if when I see that they start having feelings like I feel like I should have been like, "Okay, like let me stop doing." It. And I kept going. Right. Right. Um so I think that that kind of, you know. So my thing is where I messed up was is that I think I never want to treat people um I don't know like fucked up. So it's like I would have sex and people would be like, "Why would you let them stay?" Well, why would I make them leave? right
1: because you're enjoying that time
0: so that's why I think that's where I think you know when I was thinking like where I would go wrong because like if you came over we had dinner you know it 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 went to something else I can't see myself being like all right ah mm-hmm. you can yeah you can go and treat people like that so that's why I'm always afraid of like you know if I ever was like you know in a place where I'm dating again I don't know I, I think I would be okay with just like waiting to have sex like not have not even going there and just yeah <clears throat> you know dating there are a lot of without sex uh, right there are a lot of
1: my friends that are like as matter of fact, all my single friends all of us have have just are absent basically right now because mm-hmm. of that reason you know like meaningless sex just hookups you know
0: hookups with no emotion it's, old, it's so old Yeah. Especially when you get older and it's it's lonely. I tell people like, I, I, I love sex. I enjoy sex. Like I'm a a super sexual person, but what people don't realize is like, yeah, it's cool when you're young and you're like, Oh, you know, whatever. But when you start getting older, like having meaningless sex and not having somebody just to spend that time or just even want to hold and things like that, like it don't even mean the same,
1: Mm -mm.
0: you know? And people feel like just because you get attention and everything else, uh, where, you know, you, you, you know, you have sex and things like that. Like I, I see people now present day that's in their thirties, that's in their late thirties, like I am. And I'm like, you can't be happy. I don't care how much they say they happy. They're not happy. Mm-mm. You can't be happy. Not just out here fucking everything. You can't no. be, you know, I don't, I don't even see, I don't see it. I mean,
1: how how is that fulfilling? Like, how is
0: that? Most times I think that you're running from something is something is something, Right. Cause even when I felt like I was, um, you know, dating, you know, uh, you know, having meaningless sex in a sense, like, I think it was ego driven for me. Like, Mm -hmm. and it was once again, me, you know, running from something, not taking the time to stop and get to know myself, love myself, self-love, you know, I had had a lot of
1: confidence back in the day when I was doing that. I had a lot of confidence. Yeah. Oh yeah. I get what you say where it was ego driven. Yeah. I get that.
0: But I think also it was, uh, but it wasn't, I don't, I don't think it was necessarily like a a good thing because I think mine was like false confidence though. Like I had the confidence, right. But Mm -hmm. it was like, people don't owe you that shit though. You know what I'm saying? And I used to walk around like, oh, you know what? And like, I didn't do shit to deserve that shit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think I did. And Mm so, um, that's where I think I. that's where I'm like where I think I've evolved as a person because I'm like mm, I just mm-mm. like I can see how as you get older you see more people kind of being abstinence because it just
1: mm-hmm. it means
0: something more to you I think when you finally get to a place of like I'm entirely too dope for this shit like I don't want to be doing that right, right. Um, I heard that uh, Facebook dating was okay really yeah I heard that I heard it was better than, um, like Tinder and stuff. Uh, you think Tinder has a reputation of just
1: being a hookup?
0: It probably is, yeah. but I think that, like, so not necessarily having sex with a lot of people. But I, one time I recorded with this girl, and she was really cool, and she was a, she was really good, and um, and she was just like saying that basically, she dates with intention, but right now she's not really sure what you know, like what she really. Is into like the type of partner that she wants so she kind of like dates like she enjoys dating like meeting different guys and dating like not having sex per se but like you know just dating and I thought her outlook was really cool because I was like I don't see that wrong with that
1: yeah you know, I like get, me, getting I, to know I miss having a company of a guy because I mean, my, like my last little relationship, it was long distance. So even though I was talking to somebody, I was dating somebody, he still wasn't here. Right. So I, I miss being able to pick up the phone and be like, I want to see you. And then he'd be here within the hour. Yeah. I miss that male companionship, that company. So, um, and I've actually been really considering getting back out there and dating myself. So I think for a while, that's what I'm going to be looking for. is that companionship. Yeah. without the sex yeah
0: because, I think that.
1: um yeah, because that matters. it does it does and that that's also a form of an into a form of intimacy mm-hmm. that is lacking you know and that's one of the biggest reasons why i have chosen to be abstinent because there is no intimacy there's no sensual there's no tenderness there's no affection there's no passion all that is out the window and back in the day that's what i used to love about sex <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah um so because since that's not even an but option you have intimacy right?
0: without it i think the best intimacy is having it without it like when i have a dope conversation that's, with somebody right and, and that's what i want to build yes. now i want to build
1: that intimacy without the sex so that sex is just a cherry on top oh yeah and like yeah. i love to have i love to have deep conversations yeah i love to spend time and you know being affectionate and like, you know, holding hands and arm around each other. And that's, that's the part of the relationship I love.
0: Yes, totally agree. I think that's, I think that's the best part. I think as you get older though, you appreciate that more like, right. Love, you know, books. I love having conversations about books and like even like things going on, or, you know, if I read a blog today, like, or just shit going on and just like going, like having these like profound conversations, like even mm-hmm. like the one we're having today, like right. this, this is my jam, you know? And this is things that really like will make me be like, it would really turn me on to where, like, you know, uh, I want to even go further. If I was dating somebody, right. like, I want to even go further if we could have that. And mm-hmm. if I started there as my premise, like that to me is dating. Like, I think you can have high level of intimacy without sex. And that's what I had to learn as I got older was that sex, it, it should just be the cherry and it's not, right. sex is not like, I thought, I thought the only th- intimacy was sex, right? Like that, right. That's what it, that was the only thing. Right. That's the only way you can show it, but it's not, yeah, but it's not, it's really not. And getting to know someone on that. I think, I think that's the fun part. You right. Know? And right now. That's, that's my goal now. Yeah. You know, whenever I start dating again, my goal would be to
1: be intimate without being intimate, I guess. so you know. let
0: me ask you, um, you know, when it comes to dating, I think what made me better in dating was me learning myself, like focusing mm-hmm. on myself. So have you spent time like really focusing on you and like getting to know you and, and the, you know, the things that you like and all that and then your love languages and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I, I have been paying attention to like, you know, to that kind of thing. Cause I'm like, you know, what do I, you know, like you said, love languages. Like if I were to fall in love, what would it take for me to fall in love? And it would be, like I said, conversations. It would be affection. It would be, um, I guess, act of kindness too. Cause I mean, it, it means a lot whenever, you know, like, a person want to come see me and they have like my favorite candy and like my favorite drink i love that and it's like you know or whenever like if i tell somebody something and then like a month or two later he they act on what i've told them you know i'm saying like i'm i'm that kind of person
0: because i'm i'm very much what makes you feel like they're actually paying attention to what you're saying right i'm I'm very much the girl next
1: door so i and i've learned that about myself that I'm bearing, but because, you know, uh, for a while there, I was trying to be like, oh, I need to be one of the baddest chicks. And, you know, a dude, he's going to want a bad chick on his arm. So I need to be that. When I moved back home after I got sick or whatever, I, it's like I came back to my roots and I realized, no, you're the you're the girl next door. You're the rider that chick. That's what you are. Yeah. So that's what you need to, to be. You know, the, when I was in charge, I felt like I was in competition. Um, and it might have just been the person that I was dating, because he was, you know, everybody knew him I had one of those one of those personalities that where like you just want to be around him. So I always felt like I was in competition. So I felt like I had to be the baddest to be, yeah. you know. So I have learned, you know, I'm the girl next door on the ride or die. I'm, I guess, the homegirl that you go to the next level with. Yeah yeah if that makes sense yeah, so and that's because I am the kind of person where I'll be there for you <laughs> you know if you need yeah. me, you know if you need me whether it's just a talk or something life-changing happens I'm gonna be there for you yeah you need something I'm gonna be there you need to talk I'm definitely gonna be there and I'm gonna make sure you're good I'm gonna take care of you that's just how I'm, the kind of person I am so I have realized that or rediscovered that about myself
0: yeah that's good and I, I think that's the first step. So when we leave here today, we're about to get you out here in these streets. Okay. <laughs> you're going to tell me, you're going you're gonna to update me and tell me um, what's going on. But I did hear, I did hear Facebook dating was all right. I really did hear that. Um, I'm not really sure how it all works, but. Um, I'm interested to know and if you do start online dating you go out there I'm gonna bring you back and we're gonna talk about it because I don't really know but I know that I people that I have talked to about it is that you know some people have um, good experiences and some people have you know okay experiences or bad experiences but I think it's all about you know how you make it and if you yeah. saying like you know you're not trying to to have sex and stuff like that i think just being out of the sand and you'll know the ones that really genuinely want to get to know you and the ones that that don't you know right. or, or just want that i don't know why the to me i think dating has just transformed into this like i a just think people more. yeah it's like people just don't really care and more and more i feel like i mean i a majority of my friends are married but um so i can't base it off them but when i see other people like it's like i think more, and more people don't really care about the institution of family either. I think right. that's part of why dating has transformed some too, because I think the respectability is kind of going down some. If you ask me, you know, yeah. um, which is why you have, um you know, some men I hear that be treating women like shit, and I mm-hmm. feel that way. You know, I'd be looking like, what in the world? Like, um, I'd be feeling sorry for some of my my friends that tell me about their dating and shit. I'm like, that's crazy, because mm-hmm. I just I. Couldn't even imagine that, but I think it's, I don't know, it's hard out here. And, um, uh, this week on third chamber pod, my other podcast with my guy friends, um, Chris and Jamar, we were talking, uh, Chris who's married well, he was saying, like, I just can't believe that, like that, that people do some of these things, like just be out here, like kind of like vultures. I don't know what we we're talking about uh, last week, but he was saying that, but I was like, but what you don't realize is that you're genuinely a good guy. Like you're a good guy. And I'm like, so he grew up with an amazing father. And I'm like, obviously you don't, you've never seen that. So you're not used to, like, he was just saying, I can't even imagine. I'm like, right. Because your mind doesn't work that way. But there's so many broken people out here that haven't taken the time to heal. Like I told you, like, I really sat and was like, okay, like, let me step back for a moment and let me do some self-love and self-care for myself and figure my shit out before I invite anybody else in this space. But a lot of people don't take time to stop and do that shit. And then they be out here, you know, dating and fucking people up because hurt people hurt people. Usually the premise of all this stuff is usually some kind of hurt, whether it's from childhood or whatever, you know, lack of a father or whatever it is. Like, it's always something that makes you to how you are as an adult. And usually, hopefully you spend time trying to unlearn some of that behavior so you can be a better person.
1: Right yeah I'm not looking forward to dating at all <laughs> I think. I'm, really, I'm really not just because I know it's com- completely different than what I guess I'm
0: used to yeah and I because think also all- the fact that we're getting older I think it's just a matter of um and we'll just finish on this now. I think it's just a matter of like when you get when you start getting older is dating just hit different mm-hmm. it does it does the ending goal is
1: different the conversations are different yeah
0: your desires is different you know yeah. even what you want in the conversation and let me ask you just to finish off like do you feel like with dating is your ingo? because I know you're saying like you are a romantic and all that is your ingo marriage for you yeah yeah yeah, yeah it is yeah and, and it's just because you know
1: I I've always seen myself married at some point yeah now is it something I want to rush into no, you know, but I also don't see myself being in like a, a super long term relationship either. Yeah, you know, but I think I'm 40. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm not trying to be your girlfriend for five, six years. No, yeah,
0: and I feel that's, like at the process, I know, I know my partner's probably like, so what's up? Like, you know, yeah,
1: then you know, so at like the what? five, six year point, I'm like, this. This
0: finger is empty. I need you to change that. Like, yeah. Um, and I think that's a big place of how dating has changed too. Because I think when you're younger, like, yeah, some people date with intention, but I think when you're younger, you're more so susceptible just to be dating. You like, yeah. you're dating, like, you're with somebody, but you're not like at that like time that that clock. You know, mm-hmm. I think when you start getting older, you're like, all right, now, like, I ain't gonna be because your time is, you know, like it's limited. I feel like because, what, well, I'm about to turn 37, and I feel like you know, I'm in the second quarter of life, right? Like, that's how I kind of look at it. And then, um, you know, you start getting to a certain place, like you want to, what I value the most out of just my relationship is just like always having that person to want to do these things with. Like, I love that we plan trips. We plan like two or three trips a year. You know, it's like, we look forward to it Mm -hmm. and just having that person that like, you know, um, to always share those memories and create those memories with you know right and it just it just hits different you know what i'm saying um that's probably one of the biggest things i appreciate is just having like that level of friendship
1: right because i think at the end of the day you gotta have that friendship because when you get old and wrinkly and yeah. can't function the way you, you know what i'm saying and sex is no longer
0: an option yeah or it might not look the same right you know, you know what i'm yeah. saying you gotta have that's what you gotta have you gotta have that friendship yeah Definitely, definitely. All right. So is there anything else you wanted to give an input about with as far as dating or we good? Y'all just, just keep me in your prayers when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I
1: got. That's my ending note. Just keep me in your prayers. You know,
0: get you on, know, try Facebook dating and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about it. I might bring somebody else on who's been online dating too, because I'm telling you, some people it actually does work. One of my best friends, he met his wife um, online. I think they might've did a pay service though. So I feel like people that do the pay service, you'd be more intentional with what you got going on. You you that. That.
1: They have an absolute goal. I suppose like, to yeah, just- like
0: you actually want whatever. So, you know, yeah. they met and they did, I think two years ago, got married. So it works for some people. I mean, I think I've seen some success with it. It, it works. So, um, all right. So this was good. I thank you so much for coming on. I, I want you to come back thank on. I really did. Me. Yeah. This so let's just fun. spend this time and do a little <laughs> bit of pubbing one more time and tell people where to find you.
1: Okay, so you can find me on cherriesonice.com um, on Instagram. Let's see, where else you can you find me? You can find me on Facebook, Cerise Jackson, C-E-R-I-S-E. There's no H in there.
0: <laughs> um, I see. am I following you on Instagram? I think I am, though. On, I'm about to see.
1: I um, it's on the Facebook page. I don't think it's on. I, I should probably put that on there on my Facebook. Yeah. I should probably do that. So, um, yeah. So that's where you can find me, cherriesonice.com dot com, and at cherries on ice
0: on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. I just started following you. So yeah. So definitely check her out, y'all. Especially if you if you have like a, a intimate event or something like that. You know, uh, she is just starting up, but it's a really dope business. I think it's really cool. I think it's a really cool idea, especially the fact that you're really into it and you create your own drinks. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I definitely. Yeah, I, would, like I definitely. A good job. And I like to, to I like
1: being around people who's having a good time. So if I can be a part of that, that's awesome.
0: I'm from a drinking family. We drink right a lot. Girl. I'm actually we drink only- this yeah. <laughs> Yes, we do. Yes. I'm actually going on the cleanse for the whole month of August. And I'm not drinking the whole month of August. So tonight I'm partaking in some wine before August get here. Um boy, have, it's my one last night till September. Um, right. I'm probably not gonna honestly probably drink until my birthday. So I'm trying to just When's your birthday? Well, September twenty second so i'm trying to just you know let my uh let my body heal some i lose some fucking weight so i need to put the damn wine down to begin with but yes um i will be using your services though uh we have plenty of stuff coming up um so yeah i I, I think it's really cool so definitely check her out y'all don't forget to follow the show it's um on instagram at it's just my thoughts on underscore podcast on twitter it's it's ijmt podcast and then if you ever want to contact me or be a part of the show, IJMTPodcast at gmail.com. Like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.